We're Cardigan Academy, your helpers for all things parenting, mental health, and education. Today we have a question from a parent of a toddler who doesn't have many friends her own age. Mom is wondering what to do about this. We'll answer that and discuss what's socially and developmentally appropriate at this age. If you have a situation you'd like our teacher and therapist advice on, we've included the link to submit your letter in the show notes. Dear Cardigan Academy, my two-year-old daughter is a pandemic baby. She is an only child who used to go to daycare, but now our parents watch her while we work. I'm concerned that most of her social interaction is with adults instead of other kids. We went to one get-together recently, and she seemed interested in the one-year-old. The three-year-old was so excited to see her that she was kissing and hugging her, and my daughter didn't reciprocate. I think she'd eventually warm up, but she wouldn't play with the other girl that day. Where can I find a playgroup to be sure that she's socializing with other kids? Thanks, Mama to a mini wallflower. I remember those early parenting worries. Yeah, I was just going to say, it takes me back. (laughs) Yeah, everything feels so big. Like you're looking at your little one and projecting into the future and worrying, you know, and wanting to do right by them. So, you know, kudos to this mama that she's already thinking about ways to make her daughter's life good this is a good question i think it's one a lot of parents have yeah uh just to dig into my background in early childhood education the stages of play are um up until the age two it's solitary and then at two there's a spectator behavior sometimes. So that might be what was happening at this play date. She's kind of sitting back and taking it all in. And then from the age two on, it's parallel play. So they might be playing next to a child, but not engaging. And that's totally normal and developmentally appropriate. And then by the age of three or four, they're starting to do associate play. So once in a while, I'll come in and take a block from you and you might ask me a question, but it's really not until they're older than four that they are playing cooperatively. So I hope that puts your mind at ease a little bit. It's one of the things I love when we work with families and parents and people through Cardigan Academy is that we get a chance to reassure about what is developmentally pretty, you know, normal or typical. And I have issues with those words of we could do a whole thing just on that, but yeah. just the idea of like there's there's probably a spectrum of quote unquote normal in these ages and stages but it's so reassuring as a parent to hear like oh it's, it's all okay they're doing just the right thing they're supposed to be doing and the job that kids have is simply to play and how they play it sounds like at this this mama's mini flower mini wallflower's age is doing just fine and appropriate stuff i know that when i was a young mom um with toddlers i I personally, because we all bring our stuff right to parenting, um, we talk about that a lot. But like I, I, my thing was, I felt really, really guilty 
anytime I wasn't interacting with my child and I wasn't sure if I should be interacting with them all the time. Like, you know, of course you do your nighttime routine and your bedtime stories and you, you know, have your, you eat together and you talk and you play and you interact. But there were times where the child would be playing solo with toys and I would have this guilt of like, am I supposed to be over there interacting? Do I need to? And it didn't always come supernaturally to me to do pretend play. Some stuff, yeah. yes. Some stuff, no. <laughs> and I would have this guilt, but um, it's reassuring to me to know that, no, they, they need that too. Just like we all do, that time to yourself, just yourself and your toys or your things, that's also healthy and okay. So that can ease a mama's guilt. Yeah, I had one of each, even talking about similarities and differences within the same family. I had one toddler who was completely independent. If we did go to an event, she would walk right off and <laughs> see her at the end. And then I had one who I called Velcro Baby. So <laughs> even within the same family and the same age developmental stage, there was there was differences there. So another thought I have is some of this might just be personality, and that's okay too. Um, Sounds like the three-year-old was overwhelming <laughs> mini wallflower a little bit. So um, again, she could be in that solitary spectator mode, or this might just not be what I like to call a love connection. Just like when we go to a party, we read the room, maybe we find someone we know and have a conversation. Other people are cracking jokes with people they met five minutes ago. We are all different and our kids are too. That's such a good point. And that's something that um, that I've always said to my kids is, you know, sometimes there's a pressure in society, like you have to be friends with everybody, especially for kids, which I think is kind of a cruelty that we do to children to say, you have to be friends to everyone. I understand not leaving people out or being intentionally cruel. But right. the idea that we have to be friends with everyone is not a realistic or healthy approach to life. I mean, we certainly don't do that as adults. And the nice thing as adults is if we are not having very good interactions with someone and they rub us the wrong way and we just, this is this is oil and water, we can step away. And so to say to a child, well, but you can't is yeah. I think unfair. So I've always told my kids, you don't have to be friends with everyone. Be kind. Be ki you can be kind to everyone. You can assert yourself and be kind. But the idea that you have to be friends with everyone, I think is... Um, unrealistic. So I try to focus more on kindness. And like you said, finding that, you know, love connection, so to speak. Yeah. yeah, just because she's not immediately going off and playing with the older child doesn't mean she's destined to a life of being an adult wallflower as well, either. Um, yeah, that's that thing we were talking about, about how kids, some kids start out shy and then become more outgoing. And some kids are outgoing as toddlers and they get shy as they get older. What you see at two is not necessarily what you see at 15, what you see at 35, what you see at 60, like where it varies. So I think sometimes as parents, I know I do this. Sometimes I, in that moment, we project 20 years ahead and think, ah, oh no. <laughs> um, but that doesn't always mean that because there's a normal evolution to this. Right. And everybody's different where they're comfortable and where they maybe you know, this is an interaction where she's meeting this family for the first time. As far as the question for where to find hmm. a play date, I think my first question back would be, if we were in one of our two-on-one -on help sessions with this parent, I would say, do you want to go to a, on a play date? Do you? Uh, because, <laughs> you know, before that age of three or four, 
there's no should there. You, you don't need to have your kids somewhere playing with other kids their age. But maybe you're the type of caregiver who you would like to meet some parents or have some adult interaction or conversation during the day. And if that's the case, you can usually find groups at libraries. Um, there's music classes. Sometimes there's parent and meet yoga classes, mm -hmm. um, things like that. Yeah, if you are looking for it. And I think, again, in the age of the internet, there's a, sometimes it's easier to connect with those local groups, either through social media or something. Um, those weren't quite, they were just becoming a thing when I was a young mom. And I think that would have been really helpful to me to find stuff because we were also new to an area. So I wasn't really sure where to begin. Um, so yeah, there's finding the things, finding an area of something you like that you enjoy. It's always so much, it's so great when you as the adult enjoy whatever the thing, the how those people are that you have some things in common and your kids do because it's more enjoyable for you and then there's the flip side of that you know maybe there were times doing playdates kind of made me feel anxious i just you know felt like i felt more comfortable just being at home and this was a lot of unknown and you're navigating things with small kids and now you're with these other people and maybe they do things differently like which is all good and fine, but for the time, for me at that time in my life, it made me a little more anxious. So yeah. less was more for me. So don't feel like you have to, <laughs> like my kids are older now. So if they want to go outside and play, I don't have to socialize. You now I might say hi and goodbye to someone on the way, but I'm not there. And so you also have to think if you, if you get along with a parent and if the child gets along with the child, um, I remember trying sometimes as a young mom to continue or cultivate friendships with people that I'll never forget. My husband looked at me one day and he said, some of these people that you're telling me stories about and, you know, investing all this mental and emotional energy in, would you be friends with them if we didn't have kids the same age? Like, which of that playgroup would you choose mm. to be friends with aside from the kids? And there was one, and I'm still friends with her <laughs> 11 years later, and the rest I'm not. And that's just the natural evolution of things. So that's, that's okay, too. That's such a good question that he asked you and insightful and helps us. It's like, I use the term, um, is this a relationship of familiarity? We're friends because we are in the same space at the same time? Or is this an intentional relationship? The the would I seek this person out if it weren't for this thing? And that that is such a good question to ask. It makes all the difference. And also that when your kids get old enough that you can uh, drop them off or let them run out and play, it's 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 lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of uh, stuff going on here for our kids and for us simultaneously, especially in today's day and age um, of a bit of a villageless society. Um, there's so much to contemplate here. So yeah, hopefully this helps you warmly cardigan academy if you have a situation you would like our teacher and therapist advice on we will leave the link to submit your letter in the show notes